I mean, I could look at anyone and be like, yeah, you could, I could look at freaking my own sister and be like, oh, yeah, she could murder someone. But based on what? Based uh, on the fact that... Right, <laughs> that's a, uh, my point. JJ, winner. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. You ever find yourself wondering if you should spend the time, money, or both on a movie? We're here to answer that question for you. Each week, we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. We appreciate your help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Check out our website, whatsourverdict.com, and subscribe to our email list for exclusive content and updates. Today, we're reviewing Rebecca. The Netflix original was released October 21st, 2020. It's written by Jane Goldman and Joe Shrapnel, directed by Ben Wheatley. It stars Lily James, Army Hammer, Kristen Scott Thomas, Ann Dowd, Sam Riley, and Tom Goodman Hill. A young newlywed arrives at her husband's imposing family estate on a windswept English coast and finds herself battling the shadow of his first wife, Rebecca, whose legacy lives on in the house long after her death. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, go ahead and pause here. Go watch our spoiler-free review on Facebook or YouTube. See if it's a movie you even want to watch first. Once you've watched it, come back, pick up where you left off if you don't care about spoilers stick around we're about to spoil the shit out of this thing first of all why is this movie so long (laughs) so Mm -hmm. instead of just saying that let's talk about how long this movie is what are some things that were in this movie you think could have been cut out an hour in the middle (laughs) (laughs) i was looking for a little more specificity there javier i don't know i think like i think the problem i had with it was that it was kind of misleading with the way that it like led through the story so like i could do without 30 minutes of showing me that she is like some poor person who fell in love with a rich person. I don't need 30, 35 minutes to show me that. And I also don't need an hour of you showing me, yeah, people don't like her. I don't I don't need like everything that was going on, especially because none of that really leads into the twist. You know, so it just felt too long for what it delivered. Yeah, I think for me, we talked about this in the spoiler free. It it really feels like three different parts of a movie. And I found myself gravitating more towards Javier, where they focus too much on the love story, the chick flick for the, the first 30 minutes. I would have liked to have seen after that. Show me something more about Rebecca. They tried to build this mystery of this woman that we never met. And I would have loved to just seen more scenes about how she was devious, how she had these men wrapped around her fingers, how her husband was afraid of her, hated her, all these things. And I think that would have been a better driving point for me to have some of those flashbacks that then would have created this urgency and suspense as we got closer to the end instead of focusing on the romantic 30 minutes and some of the buildup of just walking around a really cool mansion. There's like through the middle part of the movie, Rebecca's like this, I don't know, she's like seeing Rebecca around the house and it's kind of like this thriller. And then there's a hard gear change where suddenly it becomes this mystery like murder Mm -hmm. of who did what. I didn't get that. It didn't fit. So I'm going to, for the sake of having a differing viewpoint, the, the reason for that is to, because the whole idea is to watch this character progression and this whole struggle that the main character that Lily James goes through. And I can't remember her character's name. So I'm for or how 
mem- memorable this, this movie was. The winter. <laughs> yeah, this is the winter. Anyway, so for her, it was about she fell in love with this man, and you can see it was an extreme love story for both of them. That's why I spent so much time on it in the beginning to see how deeply in love these two were. But then she gets back to the mansion, and now she feels like the second woman, even though she's the wife, she's in charge, she runs the household. And if we know too much about Rebecca and the fact that she was actually a wretched bitch, then we lose that ability to watch her struggle why would she struggle if she's finding out that or if we know how yeah so we needed to not know that's why you don't know anything about rebecca because you have to look and go man this woman must have been wonderful everyone loves her all the men want to sleep with her this guy lost her and he's been a wreck ever since so why did he even marry this second girl and i can get why she's feeling and he gets angry every time he brings her up she brings her up so that's the whole reason for it that's just me to be the the opposite side of that that's like their twist or something and it just didn't i guess it just didn't work for me so the suffering that she went through is what happens when you marry someone after knowing them for a week right so i didn't (laughs) i didn't need an explanation there i'm like he's like marry me you stupid idiot fool or whatever he says which i'm like first of all you can't speak to her that way and i was like you guys have literally known each other for like four days so this is gonna go terribly and what do you know it went terribly yeah but it only went terribly because of the enigma that is rebecca he actually loved her he just couldn't get away from the fact that he thought he was going to go to jail eventually or she was going to leave him if he told her that he killed his previous wife so what was the long con here that he was just going to be an enormous asshole to her every time the name rebecca came up until they died that was that was the plan here i get i'm not saying it was going to be a healthy relationship which is There's one of the other pictures topics. of rebecca all over this house which by the way that one dude frank was like she's the most beautiful creature i've ever seen and then like it turns out that that picture in the hallway is of her and i was like I was 100% convinced that was your great aunt. It was his great aunt. You missed the whole point. The lady had her dress up like the great aunt, which was his favorite. Oh my gosh. In order to piss him off because his former wife, Rebecca, had dressed up the same way at the party the year before. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. So, yeah. Got it, got it. I did miss that. Yeah. So, no, you never actually see Rebecca's face. It brings me to something that I didn't write down that I sent to you, JJ, but I wanted to know, like, why didn't Mr. DeWinter and I'm sure there's kind of a logical answer for this, but why did he let the house stay the same? I just want to know what everyone's thoughts are. I have my thought for that, but I think that was a, a big question as I was watching this. So I'm like, well, if he, if he, why didn't he just change this? Why did he let his house lady run the show? Because he's a little bitch. One answer. <laughs> he even so, admits it. He's like, he's like, I would never get a divorce because of my, I'm, what, the, my family name or whatever. I'm like, dude, grow a pair. Come on, man. First of all, it's 1930s England. Yeah. And he's a lord so there's certain rules at that time that they still followed one of which was Javier the man actually had nothing to do with the house he owned it I mean it was his family's estate but when it came to the decorating and the and the parties and all of that running the house was the wife's job was the lady of the house and her yeah but is that a rule like he can't have any say in it well I'm sure he can have conversations but when it came to decisions the reason he wouldn't have made changes up to that point was because he left shortly after she died on his little trip around the world where they met but two they wouldn't have made changes until the new lady of the house had been established interesting still, yeah still, still holds true in my world today <laughs> our, our house changes seasons because of my wife thank goodness she's great. oh yeah i want nothing to do with decorating casey asked me what should we do i'm like i don't give a shit I, that's why our walls down in the basement are purple 
And he, the Mr. Duender didn't find it creepy that she left it the exact same and just like the brush and everything. And I, I think what also tripped me up with this movie, not being a thriller, is he had this whole sleepwalking thing and the music they use. And he went into that room and you just expected like there to be more creepiness or stuff <laughs> popping out where like Javier would have been afraid. And But it just never went there. But it seemed like they wanted you to think it it was going to be that. Yeah. And I think that goes back to it being a poor mimic of a Hitchcock film. Hitchcock was so good at visuals and really Hitchcock's version made you feel like either her ghost was there or she was still there and the whole her death was a lie. Mm. And so every time he would sleepwalk or things would happen at night, like you would you'd start to question, is Rebecca actually alive? Mm. Is she still there? Is she sneaking around the house? Is he getting up in the middle of the night and going and visiting her or so there's a lot of questions and Hitchcock just does it better. But I, I, one of my notes is why the hell is this woman Danvers? Why the hell is she still fucking hired? So I was blown away that she was still there. So I can't answer why he would let her stay and be on other than it's easier for him because she's somebody that's there. And he obviously had respect for her when they first get home. I don't think he realized how batshit she was. Which super crazy. Like that takes me a level crazy. Yeah, she was nuts. Well, and that takes me to my next theme. So I have two things. The first one is obsession. I want to talk about like the concept of obsession because it was obvious that Mrs. Danvers was obsessed with Rebecca. And even at the the end, which they changed the end a little bit. She talks about she was like Rebecca was the only person that she ever loved. And so there was a, a blatant obsession there. Like you guys ever know anybody or, or seen anything where you they, someone's been that obsessed with someone or something in my actual life like that to her level? I mean, I'm honest, obviously, no way. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Cause that's like, that's mental, dude. Like, yeah. you need help. It's <laughs> crazy, though. Well, and hers is crazy, too, but there's a certain level of obsession with De the DeWinters at this point, the new DeWinters, too. Cause think about it. That's my next question. And it'll kind of blend into this, this whole obsession thing. Would you guys cover for your wives or would they mm -hmm. cover for you if you were in that situation? So obviously, we find out that Mr. DeWinter, Max, has killed Rebecca, shoots her because she talks him and then oh, okay. whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to pause there. It's not like he she was like roasting him and he blew her head off or whatever. Hold on. What do you mean it wasn't like she was roasting him? Uh, she was sleeping with other dudes like her cousin. Her cousin got her pregnant. And then she came back from an escapade and was like, hey, if uh, if I got pregnant, no, you could never prove that it was or wasn't yours. And then she pulled out a gun, put it in his hand hands and put it up to her own chest and said, if you shoot me, then you'll finally have your freedom. And then he shot. Okay, we're on the same page. I thought when I said, because he taunted, like you were saying, yeah, but he shouldn't have shot her ass. I was like, no, 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 no. I was having a defense. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, no. Like, she totally deserved to be. Okay, actually, that is one of my questions, but we'll go. Yeah, we'll get there. But if you're, if for some reason your wife were to, your let's say this whole situation, because we see the Lady DeWinter, the new Mrs. DeWinter covers for Max in the end and tries to keep him out of jail for killing Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Would your wife do that shit for you? Allie's not covering for me. She's too straight arrow. No way. I don't, I don't know. That's I feel really like Nicole might. Javier, I feel like she has that in her. I think she likes me enough to prefer to see me at home and not in prison, but 
I don't, I don't know, dude. Asking someone to cover up murder with you is like a big ask. I do it. <laughs> so there's the, and that's the, that's the reverse. Ian, you're kind of on an island on this one because I'm a, Ian, are you single? <laughs> and if we're talking about, I don't have to worry about, about killing the, my wife. I live next to, a, <laughs> I live next to a police station. So like one right there, I just feel, I keep thinking about how practical, like what, what type of murder is this? Because if it's one where I'm like, it's hey, one she, in a giant ass shot, she shot someone like no one's there was no witnesses it could be potentially covered up yeah i'm probably all in but if it's like out in the middle and like i'm am i going down with a sinking ship i don't know like well let's say for the sake of the situation you or ali killed someone successfully hit the body for like a year and then they discover the body oh yeah i'm, I'm at- going down i'm going down because <laughs> at that point the law is going to take me down anyways i'm i'm riding and dying with that if i made the decision to help cover that shiz up i'm in well mm-hmm. you javier if you're in the same situation you cover oh yeah i totally would interesting what, what, good, what good is being married oh, at that point actually, JJ, what about uh, you you haven't said anything but here's the thing though i have a kid so i to take that into account because if that's we're both true. in prison what happens to our kid right yeah that's yeah. true if i didn't have a kid yeah absolutely what about you jj i think it depends on if casey likes me that week or not like if she'd cover for me like i'd like to think that she would but i just don't know and i don't know like i can't say that's why the speculation things for me kind of interesting right because in my brain i'm like oh yeah i'd cover her. i'd figure it out but at the same time i'm like what in that situation you're like oh you murdered someone i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you murdered your spouse. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you murdered your previous spouse. But then on the other hand, man, if you hadn't done it, well, we wouldn't be together. Like I, you know. So I don't know. I'd like to say that I would, but I part of me, my conscience is I'd like to say that I wouldn't. But I think so, I probably would. That, that was one part of the movie that kind of made sense to me when Mr. DeWinters was explaining, like, yeah, I killed Rebecca. I didn't want to tell you because I was confident you were going to leave. I'm like, yeah, that's a yeah. That's a pretty good guess there, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember my last wife. I put I put a bullet in her, dude. But don't worry, I like you like way better. Well, and that's part of this whole thing, right? So it's kind of a funny to to watch because we talked about they have this love story. It was a week long, but then she spent months in this home feeling like that he still loved Rebecca more than he loved her. And so now all of a sudden she's got to be relieved to a certain degree because now she realizes her husband actually loves her, wants to stay with her, has been worried about her leaving, which is why he's been getting angry about her bringing it up because he doesn't want to talk about it, hasn't told her. So now she's getting everything that she wants other than her husband's facing prison time. (laughs) Yeah. How funny was that? That like the best news she's received in months is that her husband's a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) She just leans into that shit. You should have told me we'd have figured this shit out forever ago oh man so my real question is <laughs> is it okay to just shoot someone who's being mean to you that doesn't that doesn't, seem, that doesn't seem like the right response i mean you make it sound what? like it's, oh, it's yeah, like a like playground being, scuffle or something she's, like she's not she's not washing the dishes she's not doing yeah. she was straight up cheating and actively cheating cheating with her cousin and people okay? people have killed people for a lot less <laughs> so if your wife is just like, hey, I uh, I slept with another dude, you're like, well, it wasn't just one other dude. Like it sounded like it was a ton of okay. people. And I, I'm let just me saying, ask you this. 
people have times, killed people for that. How many times can a woman cheat on a man before the man is justified in killing her? I didn't say I didn't I said nothing about <laughs> that. That sounds like the argument you guys are making because the argument that I'm making is you should never shoot you your know, spouse no matter how many times they've cheated on you. You know what's funny about Javier? Like every time we get in these topics, like Javier loves violence in movies, but he's always so to his credit against this type of violence. And I love that about you, but it's so funny to me because you made a like make a pointed exception about don't justify killing a woman if she screws you over. I asked a question and you guys answered by saying she cheated on him. I didn't I didn't even finish it either. You're just implying you're leading the witness. I didn't answer. Anyone who's listening to this, just rewind two minutes. I didn't answer because all I was busy doing was laughing at the fact that you made it sound like it was some sort of playground scuffle. Like, because, oh, she was mean to him. No, she was fucking her cousin in half the village (laughs) and told him she was pregnant and going to take away his family name and estate, which is the only thing that this man has. If this happens, he's out on his ass, poor pauper and disgraced and can't do anything. So, I mean, the the stakes are a little bit more than, oh, she just called him an asshole. Because if she came out and said, I have a bastard son, then he would kick him out. Otherwise, he's still lord of the house. He just has to pretend like this kid is his kid. He wouldn't be kicked out of his own inheritance. No, but okay. imagine this, if you will. You're married to the lord of this house. You have a son who's Mm -hmm. now in line to be the lord of this house at no matter what age. What's keeping this man alive at that point? Because we already know she's not against fucking half the village having a kid with her cousin. Yeah, but being promiscuous is not the same as murdering someone. No, but she's obviously ready to do that. She got him to kill her so that she didn't have to live with cancer, no, which I get. Uh, I'm not saying that was... the word obviously, like obviously, obviously she has a gun, and obviously if she's fucking 20 guys at the same time, then obviously she's willing to kill people. That's not a lot, no. There See, is a lot no. of logic there that you're going to have to justify in order to convince me that this dude's life was on the line. See, what you're doing is ex- is making it so that I'm saying because she sleeps with a bunch of guys, she's willing to murder. That's, That's what not you the said. No, 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 no. You put in the word obviously. I said obviously with the scheming that she's done. She's having sex with a bunch of guys, lied, which we find out about having a child that's gonna then you she's gonna use to take away this man's family name, or even if she lets him live to a ripe old age and die, at some point he has to live with the fact that a bastard child is gonna have to is gonna now be the lord of Manderley. And that's a good enough reason to shoot someone. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. What I'm saying is, is I don't think it's far fetched for me to believe that sometime during the night, this man's going to get his throat cut or die because he's getting smothered or whatever it is, or he's going to get shot in a boat, get scuttled so that her son can now own Manderley and she runs this house. I'm not saying that's a big stretch for my imagination. Because a woman likes to have sex doesn't mean that she's a violent psychopath. Never said that's true. That's you keep going back to this sex. She likes sex. Game on. You're married. You shouldn't be doing that shit. But you like sex. I'm fine. That doesn't make you a murderer. But all the rest of the scheming doesn't make it hard for me to look at you and go, you could murder someone. I mean, I could look at anyone and be like, yeah, you could. I could look at my own sister and be like, oh, yeah, she could murder someone. But based on what? 
based on the fact that my point jj winner your point is because she schemes she could be a murderer sure okay so the JJ, level of you scheming scheme, to me so you could be a murderer okay look Max and never... team, so he could be a murderer and both I... of you guys like sex so so far you guys are sounded a lot like rebecca and what schemes are you referring to that i like <laughs> like trying to trick me into watching that that freaking tv show point of difference driving me with food point of difference between an open scheme where i tell you i'm gonna feed you to watch a scary show and i am not having a child but i'm going to tell you that i'm having a child because you know that i've been sleeping around and it's a point of fact but that's not a scheme if she knows she's gonna die that's just being a dick that's a scheme to get herself murdered and if she's willing to go that far she's willing to murder someone well, that's no, my point uh, uh, no no that, now wanting to die and wanting to kill someone else are two different things i'm sorry Mm-mm. now to me they're not that far apart if you're willing to go that extreme, just, you're if, to go to which, by the way, the film never alludes to any of this. The film no. just alludes to the fact that Mr. DeWinters is butthurt because he, she's sleeping with his with her cousin, and so and he and she you might act be like pregnant. That's not a big thing. That's like yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a big thing, that's, that's but terrible is it enough to kill your own wife. Some, uh, I believe there's a lot of people that could certainly be at a bad place. And there are a lot of people that that have murdered people for far less. I'm not saying that there's not. I'm just saying the situation we're dealing with right now is you've got a woman who's married to a man who sleeps with a bunch of people. And then that dude killed her. That's a gross oversimplification. I mean, yours is a gross overcomplication. No, no, no. Let me bring up shit that the movie doesn't even bring up. You're just pulling stuff out of your ass. I'm talking with the facts that the movie has presented. I'm not making stuff up. But, but to the to your point, Javier, to the fact the you're movie... talking about scheming and her possibly killing him. That was never brought the up. The only thing that I did was speculate that she could commit murder. Exactly. Everything else was I'm based on facts. And I'm, I'm making that facts. assumption. I've done zero speculating. No, you asked the question, which you asked me to speculate. My theory doesn't need speculation. No, you didn't have a theory. You you stated facts and said, what the fuck do you think justifies murder? And I gave you my speculation. You asked me to speculate. Don't judge me for speculating, fucker, when you asked me to do it. (laughs) That's fair. I just think you're wrong. (laughs) That's fine. I'm okay with that. And for the record, no, I don't think there's anything that justifies murdering another person. Oh, now we're backpedaling. Okay. No, I never, not <laughs> motherfucker. If I can punch, it's a good thing we're, we're, we're virtually recording. I, I don't know slap if I, you in the face. I don't know right if I would go that. For, for our listeners that know Javier well, he likes to argue and, yes. and to get his point across. But let's not forget there was a point in this whole thing when he did not have a rebuttal. And that was my favorite part. <laughs> well, the rebuttal was, how, why do I know, why do I think that people would murder other people? Oh, your sister. You said uh, I could call my sister a murderer. And I well, said, I don't know how many of my sisters watch this, but. They're crazy. (laughs) I like, have you guys ever seen that like Tosh.0 where he's like, it drives me crazy when their name, like serial killers, neighbors find out that they were serial killers. Like, oh my gosh, I could never have pictured it. He's like, really? You couldn't have pictured it at all. He's like, I could picture my own mother murdering someone based on the way that she treated me as a child. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I did. uh, I was at a loss of words there for a second, but I think the point still stands that I'm the only one here who thinks it's wrong to murder your wife. 
So. <laughs> oh God! No, I don't think you would, you should murder your wife. <laughs> now, I can't say that I don't understand why he did it. I can't say that putting the same situation under the same circumstances at the same time frame with the same things at stake that I wouldn't. I don't think anybody can say that there's no way that they would. I can. I want to murder her. You want to murder? Is that what you said? No, I said I can. I wouldn't murder her. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like you said I can. I want to murder her. <laughs> <laughs> I do be fair, based on what I know about Rebecca now, totally want to. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I can't say that I wouldn't. I wish I could, but I don't mm. think until I'm in that situation feeling those feelings, it's easy for me to stand outside and say, dude, she cheated on you. Get over it. A lot of people get cheated on. She was having a kid by another man. Now that happens to people as well. Doesn't give you the right to kill, but I can't say that being taunted over it and it thrown in my face, I wouldn't if I had a gun in my hand and was being told to shoot her by her. I'd like to think I wouldn't, but no guarantees. I think the so I think is too that if he wouldn't have killed her, she would have died of cancer like pretty soon. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Hey, if I have signed consent from someone, can I shoot someone? No. Hmm. No. That seems the a little state, unfair. But then <laughs> but then Javier asked stuff like that. And we always go back to one of my favorite quotes of Javier of all time about if you kill one murder, then there's another murder. But if you kill two murderers, then there's one less murder. That yeah. came from Javier. And that leads me to believe I'm just not sure what he would decide to do in the situation with Hey, I, I dude, I'm just, Javier I'm just a guy. Look at anyone and see them killing him. <laughs> yeah. He looks at his own sister and sees a murderer. So we better be I was, I was raised by women. Some people were raised by wolves. I was raised by women. They are capable of killing people. I'm convinced. Oh, I think anybody's we, capable. No. Well, I'm not. I want her to fly. Oh, God. Done. <laughs> right? What is happening right now? I have no idea. <laughs> Something tickled Matson. I just can't take off here seriously right now. <laughs> all the movies I've seen, all the John Wicks, the Equalizers, all <laughs> <laughs> all the time driver's like oh yeah that'd be so sick to shoot someone like that <laughs> even, even more so is the fact that at least five out of the six oh. podcast last podcast that javier's been on he said that he's argued the case for carrying a weapon <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were gonna bring that up to be honest like what you, I, javier's gonna whip the gun out and shoot to the right he's like don't make me shoot you and everyone now knows he won't do it yeah exactly I'm, I'm like full i thought i literally thought that's what you're gonna bring up because i'm like fully prepared to defend my house with firearms and i'm over here like oh, i want her to fly he's over here it's like two pops to be like john wick literally bitch. the last recording or whatever the boys was i talked about how someone tried to steal my son i would kill everyone in the park <laughs> well, and last the last recording you talked about killing a tiger for christ's sake Okay. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Unless it was coming at me, I wouldn't. That was the context that I was in. Uh, it was, see, we were talking about the, the mountain lion guy in Utah. Yeah. I would have shot at the ground because the mountain lion's going to run. He threw a rock at the damn thing and it ran. That was my point. And I was like, you know, with but other you creatures. You said you were going to shoot a tiger. Dude, if it was a tiger, I would shoot a tiger. Yeah. Tigers don't <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> Oh God! But if anyway. that tiger was sleeping with other tigers, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> I was married to the tiger, and the tiger was sleeping around. You probably wouldn't shoot that <laughs> well, tiger. Ate things, yeah. <laughs> and if he, and if he, if she just told you that she's about to have a lion's baby, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> How am I the one being made fun of for saying you shouldn't shoot your wife? 
Uh, okay. we, can end, we can end this now. I'm feeling real good. This is great. <laughs> that was the funny. Most I've laughed in like three weeks. <laughs> Javier took his jacket off. It's serious. I, I'm getting hot and flustered. <laughs> hot, hot over here. He's feeling attacked. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's do so, this. Let me ask you this because there was the big twist, right? Where we find out that Rebecca's the enemy, that he killed her. And then that goes into this mystery kind of save Max. And then we find out, of course, even later that she has cancer. That's why she wanted him to shoot her. So there's a lot of twists to this. If it had been done better, what do you guys think about a movie like that? Where the whole time you're watching this going, what is going on? I feel like this is a weird love story versus anti-love story. And then all of a sudden it's like this murder mystery, big twist. I think, and, and I this comes again from the Hitchcock version. And especially the if you read the book, it's even better. The twist is really great. The way it's played is really great because you're focused on this relationship. Why can't he get over Rebecca? Why is everyone so infatuated with Rebecca? And this poor woman comes in and she's doing everything that she possibly can in order to be, to please everyone and to be the best person she could and the best wife. And she's really sweet and nice. And now all of a sudden you find out that she's been fighting against just this wretched human being. Do you guys think if it had been done better that it would have, could have been a cool twist? Yeah, I actually thought the twist was the most interesting part. My only problem with that though is that he shoots her and that wasn't brought up like in evidence right probably because their like body was decayed and yeah. it was 1930s right so the only thing that was brought up in evidence was like a couple of conversations and stuff but i think the most damning piece of evidence was that the boat had a punctured hole right mm-hmm. so like it would he showed it was like deliberately damaged so my problem with that is if he had just like taken the boat out and thrown her in the water like her body in the water or like buried her body in the dozens of acres that they have or something then all of this could have been avoided i just thought it was a really stupid mistake which like i would like to justify that it was him panicking trying to figure out what to do but like you have to go through some thought processes to figure out how to like puncture the bottom of a boat right so anyway twist was cool i just thought it was like the evidence and stuff like that i just figured it would be an easy crime to get away with as a rich dude in the 1930s. Well said. I agree. Well, and I think he would have if that storm hadn't broken the ship up. Because that's something that they don't explain in the movie, uh, that they do in the other movie. And in the it, the reason they have that big storm the night of the party or whatever it was, the night that it happens. And what happens is, is this boat had been sunk in that storm. The waves and everything else had shook her body loose from the boat. If that storm hadn't hit, he, it, he probably would have never, it wouldn't have been an issue at that point. Because she would have kept decomposing. The ring would have fallen off, which is the only way they were actually able to identify her which other isn't, than ah, you know I guess that's I was going to say which is another crazy thing why wouldn't he take that off but I guess if he was trying to make it look like a suicide she probably would have taken that off yeah it's an interesting twist and like I said they did it in such a better way so Javier had another interesting question that he asked and is why is it that we find ourselves rooting for her, a murderer right did no one else think that was weird where you like find out you're he's a murderer and you're like oh thank goodness Rebecca sucks <laughs> Right. So like the whole time, the biggest problem in this movie is that she doesn't fit in with the help. Right. Which no offense, but like, who the fuck cares? And then suddenly you find out he's a murderer and that's like good news. (laughs) It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, think of all the movies that we watch that we root for. Mur- what does that make us feel about John? John Wick killed, I don't know how many people in the three movies that we've seen are equal. Like, I feel like a lot of movies are like that, though. But this has a more of a morality twist to it. But I guess we're saying this is cold blood murder, so we should feel differently. Well, I don't know. I was I found myself rooting for a criminal in Shot Collar. Shot Collar, yeah. So, I mean, and this guy was a brutal-ass criminal. Like, it wasn't like no. he was murdering the shit out of people left and right. And he did a couple things 
right? Does that make him a good person? I mean, I guess that's the question, right? So we we find out that Rebecca was this awful human being. Fine. But does that make Max a good person? Because we sure root for him like he was. Because I even found myself going, man, I hope he doesn't have to go to jail. That would suck. Then I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I think you can paint the picture. Like if we had a separate movie where it's following Rebecca around and we talked about how like you could paint the picture that Rebecca was just sleeping with these other people because she wanted to be yeah. loved and she was neglected, right? And then she's murdered and then the guy gets out of prison and it would be unjust, right? So it's just like the narrative of like the point of view that it's coming from. I just thought it was really interesting that I was like, oh, he's a murderer. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, you bring up a good point. That's the scary thing about the world we live in is with a little bit of music and and dialogue, you can kind of twist anything that you want to the way that works for you. And a lot of people will believe it. And I think that's true in, in movies politics, religion, work, whatever it is, if you spruce it up enough, people are going to take the drug. That's true. Drink the Fresca. Drink that's, the Fresca. That's, that's <laughs> Drink the Fresca. Nice plant right there, Javier. Uh, but I think, I mean, you bring up a really, I mean, that's a really deep point you're making, Harry, but I, I mean, it's so true. Like, we have numerous examples in all quadrants of life about that. Interesting. Good question, buddy. I was making up for uh, uh, my outburst. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a fun outburst, though. <laughs> I love that. Was like a, that was like a 15 minute like rant between all of us, and then Ian just playing like babysitter and putting in some good comments here and there. <laughs> My favorite part was JJ getting flustered. He's like, motherfucker. It's because I had three different rebuttals in my head and I couldn't get single fucking one of them out. (laughs) So uh, the other day, my sister's daughter did something. She like hit me because I was annoying her. And my sister's like, hey, apologize to Javier. And she's like, I'm sorry, but you were being really annoying. And I'm like, honestly, that's how adults apologize to me. <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not sorry. I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. See, that's why you must appreciate me because I just don't apologize. Like, don't be a dick. I won't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that was funny. All right. Well, I think we've talked a lot about this movie. I think we've covered some points that obviously weren't great about it, some things that were interesting, and it obviously brought up some thought provoking questions. So, good conversation. So, are you guys ready to rate this thing? Let's do it. Yeah, All let's right. do it. All right, so if you're just joining us for the first time, we do a zero to five rating scale. Zero means an absolute piece of garbage movie. Five meaning it was a per- art of perfect piece perfect. Wow. <laughs> five means it was a perfect piece of art. See, this is what Javier does to me. He gets me all flustered. You're having a stroke, dude? Maybe. <laughs> Uh, so zero to five is what we'll rate it. Uh, we'll start with Javier. Okay. Help me remember. The worst movie was She Dies Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, everybody but me gave it a zero. What was the second worst movie we saw? That's a great question. Let me, let me we consult. gave something like halves and ones. I mean, Bill and Ted was close. Shut up. <laughs> Artemis. So, so I think it was a little bit better than Artemis Fowl. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a 1.5. There was potential here. It was pretty good acting, interesting twist, interesting like morality questions. There was a lot of potential. It was just a swing and a mess, I think. So one and a half. I'm not going to watch it again. Ian. I thought it wasn't. I don't know if I'd call it worth watching, but I got through it and it was a little interesting. Like this has been said, the acting was all right. I know we thought this was a horror, but the scariest thing that I found was what she was doing with her cousin. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> with all that. Maybe the cousin gave her cancer. Um, with that, I think I'm going to go like a two because I thought it was like more interesting than like a bloodshot. So we'll leave it yeah, there. That's fair. Batson. Yeah, I'm going to give this movie a, a straight up two. Very well acted. I mean, it has some, some marquee actors that if you like them in other movies, they don't disappoint in how they act for their characters. I think the visuals of this movie, I mean, if you want to see a sweet estate, some some beautiful water kind of beach, kind of like a, a clue, knives out type of look. You've got that in this movie. I would think that's going for you. I, I think like a lot of people said, there's potential for this movie. It just didn't get to the finish line. So if, if this is something that you watch, I don't think you're going to walk away disappointed like you watch She Dies Tomorrow. But I think you're, you're leaving a lot on the table and there's better things out there. But solid two, never watching this again. Yeah, I think the acting held this movie up for me, especially Lily James and Kristen Scott Thomas. They were amazing in this show. Very believable especially Kristen Scott Thomas, who usually plays very nice characters, playing this just wretched housekeeper or main staff. She was just horrid, but she did it so well. All the slinking around and the, you know, the plots and schemes, and she would definitely murder someone. So... Oh, she definitely was. Slinking, yeah, exactly. slinking around. That's a new one for me. Yeah. I didn't say slinking around. So anyway, she was, I really enjoyed the, the acting to Matson's point. It's a very beautiful movie. A lot of cool visuals in the beginning when they're on the vacation and, you know, the, the, the beach and the sun a lot. And then it switches to a more dark overtone, which fits the theme of the movie when you get to the estate and things start going a little less than perfect like they were on the vacation and the beach and really enjoyable movie as far as that goes it was slow i was a little disappointed because again i knew what was happening because i'd seen the original one uh, and they just didn't do it as good as it could have been i was hoping that they added some different twists here's where i'm going to tell you guys about the one of the things that they changed was in the original he didn't shoot rebecca they were in an argument she grabbed him he swung her arm away or something and she fell and hit her head and died because in the 1960s hollywood would not you could not make a movie when someone killed their spouse and got away with it so they had to change how she died so that it fit that rule for hollywood so in this one they actually go back to the original book version which is that he shot her in the book he shoots her through the heart and then scuttles the boat to make it look like suicide hollywood that what i I took away from that judge is there is no rules in hollywood now no they they don't care anymore in hollywood which i mean whatever there's a certain amount of realism right to that there are probably people that get away with murder all the time but that was why they changed it for that one so i thought that was an interesting fact anyway but wasn't great i'd give it a two less than average i wouldn't watch it again i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna go back and watch the original i'm gonna read the book because they were better Cool. There's our ratings. Matson, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us wherever good podcasts are found. If you're trying to listen to our reviews, uh, Spotify, Apple, Ghana. If you want to check out our spoiler freeze, check us out on YouTube, Facebook. We are putting them up on IGTV, on Instagram as well. And then check out our website to see what's upcoming for the month of November. Got some cool things coming your way. And then get excited for some holiday things we'll sprinkle in in December as well. Awesome. Thanks, Matson. And don't forget to join us next week. We're going to be reviewing John Fat. Favreau's movie Chef. So keep an eye out for that on the following Monday next week. All right, guys, that's our verdict. We appreciate you tuning in. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye now. Bye. Send the magic out. <laughs>